So I learned, I relearned something today, that when you take the show on the road, it's an absolute pain in my balls. Yes. Absolute pain in my balls. If you can actually hear that, that gusty sound right now, that is the wind. That is the glorious wind of Winchenden yes. blowing across our system. However, that's beside the point. I had a crappy start to my day. I felt like asshole all day, so I was in a bad mood to start the day. So, but I'm gonna get into a much better mood because we are on location at the Snowbound Throwdown. I believe this is version four. I think so. Yeah. I think last year's 3.0. Yep. Sounds right. And now this is just straight up four. Yep. So we are here. This is um. This is actually an annual tribute, uh, tribute fest that they've actually been throwing throwing in this uh, that the Winchenden Snowbound Club. It's a uh, it's a pr it's a private club with a pretty killer outdoor venue. Um, if you weren't here to check this out, because obviously you're not going to hear this on uh, live radio, but if you weren't here to check this out, well, that's a bummer for you. It's an absolutely gorgeous day, other than the wind. Yeah, other than the wind. Other than yeah. the wind. But if we get once we get past that and we can move on with our day, um, we have there's four tribute acts. We're going to try to you know get the attention of um, as many of them as possible. Um, there's uh, the New England Iron Maiden tribute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there is Megadeth. Yes. Tool. Yep. Which awesome guys we got to talk to. Uh, we Undertow, got to talk. right? Is that what they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got to talk to Brian last year um, from from, uh, from Undertow, but they they weren't here last year. The whole band is here this year, so that'll be fun. Yep. Um, I can't wait to ask him if he's gonna play new new Tool songs, like if they have like an inside track. <laughs> right. Because I'm, I'm that'd gonna, be interesting. I'm gonna ask because I'm that guy. Of course. Um, and then of course the uh, the Bullet Called Life guys, yep. the uh, New England System of a Down tribute, and there's actually two. Uh, Two um, original acts here this year: uh, Mean Spirit and Boss Nova. Boss Nova. Hmm. So yeah, throughout the day we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna be uh, mixing some chaos, trying to get some uh, trying to get some cool interviews for you. And uh, random drunk people usually like to uh, come stumble <laughs> over here do. and um, and play some games. Uh, we'll try to get some uh, trivia lined up, and uh, we actually got a bucket of prizes to give give people. So maybe that will uh, be some incentive to um, I don't know, come on the air and be awesome. And tickets. Yeah, we're selling tickets too. We got tickets for uh, for an upcoming show mm -hmm. in uh, the Fitchburg, mm -hmm. Massachusetts, being thrown by Restless Productions, um, Hollow Betrayal, Autumn's Funeral, the flight, uh, the fight inside, left inside, the fight left inside. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I, I was reading the sign upside down. That's my excuse. Me too. <laughs> it's closer to you though. Uh huh. Uh, the guys from Machine Gun Mayhem, uh, which we've had on the pod before, uh, will be there, and um, actually our band, The King's Descendant, is going to be opening that show. We will. That's going to be on um, June 29th. Correct. Yes. I'm doing so good remembering dates. Seven to eleven. Seven. Yeah. Something like that. At the British American Club. The BACC. British American Club. Maybe this is the BAC. Okay. I'm trying to figure out the other C. I feel, I feel like I saw it somewhere and it had two Cs. 
Maybe it's like a corporation or collaborant. Maybe. But uh, there'll Concentrated? be Concentrated? Uh, I don't know. Cool thing about this event, like as we talk to like randos and bands and whatnot, there's going to be a uh, cool, uh, cool music playing in the background. And um, we don't own the rights to any of that music. That's why it's in the background. And if it's there, it's not our fault. Yes. Okay. We're signed on. Rock and roll. Boogie Metal Level 6 Pack, live at the Snowbound Throwdown 4.0. All right, so early in the afternoon, we actually wrangled our uh, first guest, and I'm sorry, it's Sam, right? Yep. Yeah, we, Sam. I got Sam from Gold. Gold Shepherd Photography. Gold Shepherd Photography. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mr. Corona of the Tool Undertow Band, like, actually highly recommended this guy, and I've actually hold it, heard of Gold, Gold Shepherd Photography. Yeah. I believe I follow you on Facebook. I think so. Because there's um there, there, there's some there's some pretty killer stuff. I uh, he, he, he does photography for shows. Um, and tell you what, I won't take your thunder. Why don't you tell us about Gold Shepherd Photography? All right. I actually first started it out in, uh, with a photography class back in. The winter of uh, 16 or so, I took, I took a, a number of classes over at uh, Wichita State University. I actually took them as more of a throwaway course, and photography has always been something I've really been interested in, but never really had the chance to really explore. Like, I had a bunch of like, point-and-shoot cameras as a kid, like really beat-up digital ones, and stuff I could scrounge up from flea markets, but I said, you know what, I'll, I'll take a photography course, and I'll just, it'll be a breeze, and I'll just kind of just get, get, get an easy course from there. But it was a lot more in-depth than what I was expecting. But there was um, uh, one, of the, one of the first assignments that we had was, uh, was a focus on, on different shutter speeds, experimenting. And I had a friend up in Maine who recommended a band called Holy Filth. They're, they're, they're out of uh, Bangor, Maine. They do like heavy thrash metal. Okay. And they said, hey, the, 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 this band is coming down your area, and they're coming down to a place called Rouse, which I'd never been there before. They said, you should probably drop by, maybe, maybe bring a camera, and see what you can do. So I went down, took some shots, and, and I, I honestly had a blast because I would never been to a real, real uh, down-to-earth heavy metal show before. Like I've, I've been to see like Black Sabbath a few times before, but nothing really up close where I could really mm. talk to the talk to the bands afterwards. Like I actually brought this CD that I pre-ordered. I got them all to autograph it, which is a really that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's still the metal that I treasure to this day. Like, yep. I still have it like, framed from up in my wall. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, I, I took I took uh, photos of them, and um, I didn't really do much much with that for a while. But and um, you know, first for another photography course in the next semester, I decided to focus a lot on more of the band photography since I had so much I had so much fun that one night that I decided, hey, why not go again and see if I can get some more photos of other bands? So I started going a couple more times, and. Um, this one night in January of 17, I think it was January or February, uh, I ran into uh, I ran into Oxford Ford singer uh, Ken. Ken, I can't remember his last name, but <laughs> but he uh, he offered me a copy of the, of the CD. I said, hey, um, I see you taking pictures. If you want, put them on Facebook and we'll we'll highlight you. So I said, okay, sure. So I I took some photos at the, at the time. Looking back, they weren't really great, but but. <laughs> But I guess that happens. I guess every once in a while, when you get to look back and say, "Hey, what was I thinking?" But you guess um, you guess start somewhere. Man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the um, so after that, I just started going back to shows again and again, and I and I eventually started started thinking to myself, you know what? I might as well start to 
get a, a really solid base where, where, where I can post my photography stuff on, on my own because since I was just a student, I didn't really have any ambition of doing this professionally or anything. Right. I was, just, I was using my personal email address and putting them up on like an image hosting site mm-hmm. saying, hey, here's your album, I'll email them off, and, and they would post them themselves. Yep. So eventually I created Gold Shepherd Photography since at the time I was also wor- working volunteer at my, at my local animal shelter. Okay. As, as a different, as a different, uh, different project. The, the, the name Gold Shepherd actually comes from the, the type of dog that I was looking to get. Oh, okay. Like ha, of, I was gonna ask that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it was like a golden retriever or a yellow lab. It was with a German Shepherd. Like, like, like the, those have been my two favorite types of dogs. So I figured, yeah, I might as well yeah, go for it that. Works. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be a lot more involved with the animal shelter work rather than the heavy metal work. So I kind of. In retrospect, I kind of chose the wrong name for it. But, right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I know. Still for works, now, though. I just got to live with it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I eventually started going to more and more shows, and and I, I found uh, certain bands that I liked, certain bands that I liked the style for, and I just kept kind of going back. And, yeah, that's really that's really it. I spend, spend most of my shows over at uh, Ralph's Diner. Yep. And uh, back when it was open, the Cove Music Hall. Yes, um, okay, yeah. Over, yep. on, over on uh, Green Street. Yeah, we're very familiar with both of those. Oh, yeah. I love Ralph's. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ralph's is good. That's a, yeah. that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great spot. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I, I think the, in that and the Cove are my favorite places to shoot. But the, ever since the, uh, the Cove closed down, I've, I've been mostly over at Ralph's. But I've been every once in a while down to uh, to Drafters down in Dudley, uh, Drafters Sports Bar. Yep, okay. Yep. Heard of that, yeah. That's a co- that's a cove setup right yep. now. Oh, is that yep. the same? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's most of the same equipment. I think uh, I think uh, Ted still owns the place. Most of the staff is still there. So I, I'm at this point. I, I know I know most of the staff over there. So right. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. been a hell of a trip. And you do, you do this all just for like the purpose of art, just like like doing it. And you charge the bands nothing for your for your products. Uh, I put them up on, on Facebook for free. I put them up watermark. I charge a little bit. They want the, the, the originals for like uh, for, for, like, for like, like posters, CDs, that sort of stuff. Sure. But, but I, I, I try to keep it low as I can. Oh yeah, yeah. So. that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, something that I like to do professionally in the future, but uh, for now I, I, I'm, it's a it's a it's a slow steady climb though. Yeah, as long as you have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm mean, having Exactly. So. I met so many awesome people, so many good, so oh, many I'm good sure. bands. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, that was actually my next question. Coolest band you photographed? Uh, um, and what makes a band good, good to photograph? Do they have to actually have like a stage presence, like visual I think appealing? I think, I think it is a lot of the stage presence. The, the kind of, like, if, like, if, it, if they're all standing still, that's in one pose, and then it's kind of up to you to kind of get different angles, different shots. Like, and and, it's, and, you, you, and you, it's, it's a lot more of you that kind of works with it, mm-hmm. which, which obviously makes a little more work. But the, 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 the bands that, the, the, that move around a lot are the, the ones that are a lot more fun, could give, give you a lot more options. Sure. sure. But I think the, the the most fun band to shoot that I saw was uh, Guello. You familiar with them at all? Say again? Uh, Guello. Guello. I think that they, they played over at the, over at the Cove. Um, I think last last June or so, last July. Okay. They came out with I think about ten members in the band or so. Oh. They all had massive cardboard like transformer style sh- uh, suits, <laughs> all covered in duct tape, all covered in lights. They they had they had two members of the band dressed as rock and sock and robots fighting in the crowd. Awesome. And it was, and it, it gave me so much to shoot that night. That it was, I, I had like, I had so many good photos of that band out afterwards. 
that's all. That's, 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 oh, yeah. that's cool. That sounds like it's like right up our alley. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's totally. <laughs> Nerdy, goofy, oh, yeah. goofy yep. stuff. Yep. I think they've played a few times over at the uh, various Comic Cons. Okay, that makes sense but, then, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they were a blast to see. I'm they, sure. Mm-hmm. You personally, what's your, what's your favorite music? Uh, I'd say like maybe like thrash or speed metal. Okay. I think one of, like, one of the favorite bands that I've seen is probably like, Holy Felt, the first one that I've seen. Or uh, or Sayax from Worcester. Okay. okay. I've heard of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Yeah. All right, for our, our third host who isn't with us today, are you a Metallica or a Megadeth guy? Megadeth. Okay. So today's show is right up your alley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, sweet. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, how can the people find you? Just pretty much on social media? Do you so, actually have a web page for uh, it? So, so, uh, just Facebook for now. Just uh, Gold Shepherd Photography on Facebook. Okay. Do you take requests if bands actually like reach out? Do you, uh, do. Do you actually do you actually travel for, for bands? So? I, no, I do. I do travel a bit. They're mostly within Massachusetts or so, but it, no, like, I, I guess I'm going to try for like, New England area. Okay. What I can do. Awesome. Hey, thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Yeah, well, well we're going to plug you on our episode notes as well. That way uh, people can go, go find you and check thank out you your stuff. Much, because yeah. they, they, thanks for taking the time. Enjoy the day. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, man. More coming later. All right. Well, you've been a six pack live at the Snowbound Snowdown 4.0. All right, so we got Boss Nova playing in the background, and we are very uh, privileged and excited to be joined by the uh, the Tool tribute band Undertow. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you? Tapping in. And we, we got the whole the whole force. Like we've already had a tent blown over by wind. We've already had equipment failure. Like this is this has been epic, epic. Um, so, but there's no rain. There's no rain. Not yet. There's, not yet. No, there's no rain until you said that. Now, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> now there will be rain. What time do you guys go on? Uh, sometime around nine o'clock. Sometimes around nine. Yeah. So about eight fifty-four, it's gonna start pouring out because <laughs> you just said that. And that's where we shine <laughs> in the rain. Guys, we missed you last year at this event. Like, so, so it's actually a privilege to have you here. So, tell us about yourselves. Where you're from? Where'd you start? Why tool? Why not? <laughs> Why not tool? Why not tool? <laughs> it's a good place. It's a, it's, it's a good banter. You they know, sound great. To so it cover. Just yeah. makes us sound great. <laughs> but yeah, we um, uh, so me um and Dave, the singer, we're brothers. Yep. And Joel. Hey, you're the one that was in Florida last year. I was. Yeah, I was on vacation. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't it was, forget. It was lovely. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we don't really talk about that. Nah, you know, Florida in the middle of July, it's not the best weather, but it is what it is. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, so we, uh, obviously, I've known him pretty much my whole life, <laughs> and him also. Eric, Eric is new. Yes. yes, I'm the new one in the group. Only, uh, what, seven months in at this point? Is that about right? If that, yeah. If that. Yeah. Eric, what do you play? We, uh, we I'm the bass player. Bass player and mm-hmm. guitar. Yep. Awesome. So. Eric, Eric will actually be losing his cherry tonight. I will be. This is my premiere with Undertow. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'm really excited about it. Oh, welcome to Winchin' bro. Well, thank you. It's a real <laughs> pleasure to be here, be with these guys. Did you did you find that on the map? Because uh, I, I, I know most GPSs don't know where we are. <laughs> yeah, it just gives up halfway. Reminded me of Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just I just followed the banjo sounds. That's yeah. actually good. That's a good comparison because there's a lake right across the street. That's so right, Jason would be like floating around there. It'd be yep. like scary as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you never know at that campsite. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So it's when you have a tribute band, it's always it's always weird to like ask questions like about like influences like and whatnot. But like so, 
was it a collective? How, how easy was it to actually get a, like a collection together of guys that just wanted to play Tool? Pretty easy, because there's a lot of actually Tool tributes, so it's kind of funny. Throw a rock, you can hit one. Around here? Yeah, at least, yeah. At least in these parts. I don't know about Arkansas, but up here, yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually start out that way. Uh, we started out doing Sabbath and Tool, and I wasn't even a part of the band. There was a different singer. Um, they were doing a lot of Sabbath, a lot of Tool, and some other stuff thrown in. Alice in Chains, yeah. Helmet. Um, yep. We did Aussie. Danzig, Ozzy. Doing Ozzy and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. And then um, it just evolved into we were doing a lot of Sabbath and a lot of Tool, and we kind of had a tentative name coined as called Black Stool. Okay. Yeah, that All was right. our first name. Okay. And nobody Black ever Sab- forgets it. Black Sabbath. <laughs> that's a name you'll never forget. That yeah. leaves that leaves an impression. <laughs> yes. It absolutely sure does. does. Yeah. Not not a very good visual, mm-hmm. but a good impression. And I'm pretty sure you need to see a doctor if it actually happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are correct. Okay. Good. <laughs> very correct. Yeah, so um yeah we pretty much uh, just started playing more tool songs and it was suggested by um, a previous member of the band that hey let's just stick with tool and do it you know do it like that i do and miss the black sabbath though that was fun stuff okay they're kind of similar to me in a way okay yeah black sabbath like they went awesome. to kind of ironically they went together kind of well considering how far no, apart i can see were. i can see that yeah. I can see, no, you know, like yeah. as far as playing like it's just fun shit to play mm-hmm. yeah now when you guys actually do your covers, do you kind of fo- do you focus on actual authenticity, or do you just focus on? I'm, I don't want to word that. I'm not sure. Do I? Do you want to focus on authenticity, <laughs> or do you actually take the opportunity to kind of make like like improvise or something like, like, like that to, to make things your own to a certain yeah. extent, kind of a thing. I mean, Brian, considering you came from other backgrounds and, and whatnot. Brian adds a couple of uh, kicks in there sometimes because Danny Carey obviously fucked it up. He missed him when he was recording. <laughs> he missed him hey, when he, he was he recording. Missed, <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, he missed these things. And it's all right, though. I know, totally. You know, I mean, you know, he's competent and all, but. <laughs> no, no, no. There's just to things. The point that, of being ridiculous, you know what I mean? So you have to, like, cut yourself off at a certain point and be like, you're not fucking tool, so just play it, you know, pretty damn good or as best as you can. Mm. But you can get to the point where you're, like, trying too hard. I, I would think, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. Overdoing it. I think there's a lot of precision in their structure too, so it doesn't really give you a lot of room to improvise and do sure. that kind of jam. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, these songs are, to me, drum-wise, they're pretty much as perfect as they can be. So mm. there's not a lot of room for improvement right. or improvisation, like almost none at all with these parts. Danny, as a drummer, he's just amazing. So there's some parts that I'll add something to, just to fill up maybe a little bit of time or something. But sure. That's just from a drum perspective. Right. You know? Oh, sure. How much of the uh, Tool catalog do you guys actually have in your arsenal? That's kind of a trick question. Because um, now we got Eric. He's a new guy. so He's our fourth bass player. So we, <laughs> we have a habit of blowing them up yeah, at, so at some shows. So hopefully he doesn't spontaneously combust tonight. Treading very cautiously here. I was going to say, what the hell did you do to, your, to the rest of the bass players? Well, there's something wrong with bass players in general, They're, I think. Well, yeah, and, and usually. <laughs> usually, yes. We were listening to our just previous bass player before Eric. That's right. He's in Boss Nova. Yeah. Oh, he's so the bassist uh, in Boss Nova. Okay. So he's da- a big, David Marcunis. Dave Marcunis, yeah. yeah. Awesome, so, so he's awesome a big, bassist. So he's but. a big quitter. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Having spoke to him, though, he was really torn on that decision to leave the band. But I'm grateful that he did because he gave me a job. Exactly, right? Right. There you no. go. He had a lot of responsibilities, you know, in addition to that band you know Undertow so sure, sure. it's totally understandable he has Boston over and they're an awesome band an original band so he wanted to focus on that and sure. his other personal stuff sure of course Definitely. to answer the question though probably I think we were up to close to 30 songs at okay. one point but okay. uh, yeah like we're right around anymore. yeah there was, Keep having to start over. It's like there was only a maddening. few more actual songs that people would know or want to hear that we had left to learn at, at some point so, like, we, we were up there, but it takes so long to actually get these songs correct. It's tough. Yeah. And it uh, maybe time. come late August, we'll actually have quite a bit of homework in front of us, right? If that new album ever comes out. Wait, see, I was actually going to ask before. I mean, because obviously, like, you guys are, like, undertow. So there's obviously, like, an inside scoop, like, here. So how many new Tool songs are we going to hear tonight? All of them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As in circa 2006, new. Are <laughs> <laughs> you referencing like the ones they had on those live shows? Yeah, we got those down like already, right? Like they're ready to go. I don't know if those are real songs. Because <laughs> yes. if I'm waiting 13 years for that, that's kind of a letdown. Ooh. In my opinion. Ooh. I don't know. Like I heard those songs. I'm like, yeah, they kind of sound like Tool, but I'm like, don't tell me it took them 13 years to come up with that. <laughs> like they got way better shit than what they did at those. Okay. You know. Step up your game, Adam Jones. Uh, no, I just, I don't know. I mean, can you listen to those songs and be like, yeah, those are my fucking favorites. Like, way to go. Like, Absolutely not. Yeah, like they're kind of like, okay. Like, I think they were just kind of fucking around. Okay. We'll no. find out. They were, I, Maybe I just think like, they're good songs and, and intricate and structured. But I think they, just the length of them and everything, they sound more like songs that they only wanted to put out because people want to hear new stuff, not necessarily because they're right. the songs that they're the songs that they want to play. They're just like we're gonna throw a few new, couple new songs out because the album is gonna be coming out and we have to tour. Yep. And and save the the better stuff for when the album actually does come out. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Okay. If you guys hear the background, the uh, main stage is actually kicked in now, so the uh, the Iron Maiden tribute is now behind us. I was very excited to come and hear them. Big Maiden fan. Yeah, we won't keep you through all of it, I promise. Oh, no, not at all. I can still hear them. The, um, you can't not hear them, so <laughs> you don't have a choice. So, being a tribute, tribute act, like, how would you say that like, your success is kind of built in because you guys are actually tributing something that doesn't necessarily come around on a regular basis? Like, how, how, do, how does, like, the crowd response, like, come? Like, just knowing, like, you're not going to be able to see Tool on a regular basis. Because, like, what we were just talked about, I mean, it's, it's been, what, how many years since, like, the last album? And Yeah. I think, I think people are very excited about it because Tool doesn't come around so often. So they have the opportunity to see a band that, you know, plays their music more often than they ever come around. You know? Okay. Pe people like Tool, and, the, you know, you get the diehard Tool fans... Man, they fucking, you know, they, they want you to play The Patient. They want you to play Wings of Marie, you know? Like, all this really long, drawn-out stuff, which we would like to play, but you want to do Prison Sex, which we will be playing tonight for the first time out in over two years. Sober. <laughs> it's just playing for the people, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's, sober, it's a great song. It's not necessarily the first song that we'd play on the list or anything. But, right, right. Um, and again, it, it's kind of saturation, too. Like Joel was saying, that there's quite a few Tool tributes around the area. It's where it's like, okay, so 
Everybody's got their own take on it, though. The the guys from Opiate, they're more of a 10,000 days kind of feel as far as their stage show and their sound. Um, and we've been told, and I, I feel that way, that we're more uh, undertow anima era, yeah. um, you know, kind of more gritty, and, um, and that's because my singing sucks. And, um, no. you know, so that's, that, that's what we bring to the table. I don't know. I might have to disagree. I think what really brings our game is the voice, because I've really never heard anyone that sounds quite as good as Maynard as this guy right over here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, yeah, and the stage show too. That's just yeah. Uh, you 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 want to uh, do it? Do it well. It's not live, so I so I can reveal. Okay. What we're gonna do? All right. Well, what are you gonna do? I, yeah, the, nobody will hear this until like a week after this <laughs> <Yeah>. has happened. <laughs> so we're not live? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, I know you said you could edit no, it. So all right. No, no. So we've we've done many different costumes, and you know some. Uh, time of year specific I've done Leprechaun uh, because I, I just Santa you know may, maybe the may, Grinch the Grinch maybe Maynard's never done it but what would he do on my limited budget you know so you know do? it costs five bucks for some face paint and twenty five dollars for a costume and I, I think when I bought all the costumes at, the, at that certain point in time I think I had put more money into the band than I actually reaped from at that point <laughs> at that point yeah. um, but now they're you know all the costumes get recycled so um, long story short we're gonna do some Melvis tonight yes. Ooh. Maynard Elvis oh yeah. that addresses Elvis and act as Maynard beautiful we call him Melvis <laughs> <laughs> I am so looking forward to seeing That's that awesome. what I wanted to do was find a toilet on the side of the road that I could <laughs> die on at the end of the show <laughs> We just we, we couldn't find a toilet. You know what? I wish I knew you. Were, party, I wish know. I knew you were looking because like I, I do home service in my real world job, and I literally passed like three of them yesterday. Oh boy! If I knew you were looking, hey, I would have totally scooped one up. Freaking toilet on the side of the stage. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Live and learn. Live and learn. Yeah. So other than the new bass player, you guys have played this event before? Yeah, we played the first two years. Yep. Yep. And then, um, yeah, skip last year, and this is it. I think we, the first yeah, time we, I saw you guys, it was like, like the end of November or something like that. It was like raining, and it was like 20 degrees outside. That would have been the first year I think when they did it. And yeah. there was still like 150 people like here. The, fir yeah. the first year was October 1st. It was a cold drizzle. Yeah. Everyone was huddled by the fire. Yep. It, it was it was not fun to be out in, or not as fun to be out in as the beautiful weather we have here today. Yeah, second year was awesome. There was at least four or five hundred people just all the way out back here. I mean, we got some pictures and it was just awesome. There's so many people out there, everyone having a good time. It was great. Last year, I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't here last year. Was there? A, yeah, I we think last year was slightly less than the second year, uh, but not by much. It was probably around 400, 420 people. Because you guys weren't here. That's why. <laughs> They heard we, we don't here. We don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what, eighty bucks for like a Southwest Airline flight to just get back up here for a day? For who? You. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's all it would have taken. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, am I taking all your thunder, man? You guys no, no, you're good. Oh, okay. Do great. So, personally speaking, what's you guys' favorite Tool album? Individually. Undertow. Probably Lateralis. Uh, yeah, I kind of like, uh, I'm going to take two. Anima and Lateralis. Okay. 
I'm more of uh, undertow anima. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. But we can't not say that the al- opiate album isn't fucking awesome. And ten thousand days. And ten thousand days. days yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm an angry inside person. Inside myself, I'm angry, so I relate more to the opiate album. Yeah. Ten thousand days is a little too uh, getting me in touch with my emotions, kind of thing. Right. <laughs> as as they got older themselves, matured as musicians, they've embraced their inner emotional selves. Right. I think. That's a, you know. Yep. What about you guys? What are your favorite albums? Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm probably Anima. I probably agree. I'd probably be the same. I, uh, yeah. That's, that's where most of the hits are from. Like, yeah. you find when you kind of were going through the list, you're like, all right, what should we play? It's all right. Anima, it's right. like one of those things. Like, it was, like, it's like being there from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Almost kind of a thing. And it's like, that's what kind of what I grew up with. And yeah. like, yeah. That, that's like what I have engraved well, in my head. I used to listen to the Undertow tape. Tape. In my car. What's that? When I would drive. Exactly. <laughs> and it would just like duct tape? flip over. It would just I would just listen to it and it would just flip. Right. Side A, side B, side yeah. A, side B. I'm one of the for I'm, a long period of time. I'm one of those fans, like when they started coming out with like the later albums where they're trying to test your patience. It's kinda like, okay. They are. You're right. Yeah. That's definitely testing my patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you can you listen yeah. to the whole thing all yeah. the way through? <laughs> But I think I think overall, at, from album to album, they put out a good product, so it was worth well, the did. wait. They absolutely did. They have evolved. Every album, it was they evolved. Right. Every single album. I I heard the new albums, eight songs, and they're all eleven minute minimum. Which yeah. fo- following their catalog, it makes sense. Right. From, you know, from even from Lateralis to Ten Thousand Days, the songs got longer, more drawn out. Um, you know, less radio play. There's only what two songs off of. 10,000 days that get played on the radio, the pot, and um, you can't even remember it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't I say that, I like that the Undertow album? album? Prison sex, say, intolerant, days sober. You know what's interesting about them though is like they they do that thing like it's been so long for a Tool album like it's almost been like a, it's almost like a phenomenon now like I listen to Octane like all the time and there's that uh, the Grant Random does like the updates and like everything was like compared to the last time like Tool put out an album and like it's so funny like when he does stuff like that but that's why like, like when Maynard goes out and does something else with like Perfect Circle like you're just like thirsting for like just anything that they put out because of like the, the cult following for it like yeah for Maynard Maynard anything right right, right? it's like yeah he could do a friggin interview from the toilet kind of like yeah. what we were referring to earlier <laughs> and like everybody would probably buy like it, it would go like platinum in like oh, a week oh would yeah like the Joe Rogan interview like that's a classic you know right, right, everyone's right. heard that because it's Maynard and he doesn't do stuff like that too often right exactly you know? exactly so the fact that like they're finally putting out a, like an album this year and I, I'll be actually honest a lot the live cuts of the new stuff I didn't take too much I didn't take too much of a listen to it because I mean I saw it's like cell phone video yeah, and yeah. Like crap there's like that. some really good video videos out there with like quality video right. and sound quality they're pretty good you know right. nowadays yeah they're pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave them both a listen I thought they were they were good I mean but kind of like uh, going back to your points like you know what everybody's just been thirsting for it's like okay just throw this out yeah and, like, right it's like a teaser kind of you know yeah, let's just give them something, something right. new, full act, actually full songs yep. with lyrics, vocals, and all that stuff. I don't know, 
you think at this point, though, like, they got the album done, right? If it's really coming out in August, obviously all the songs are written to put those two out. I mean, maybe they're just fucking with people, but, like... Because they're, they're not they're known good to at do that, that though. They're, they're, they're good, good at that. You see the Tool fans would be like, everyone's like, oh, my God, the new songs, and you listen to them. I don't know, maybe I'm just an asshole, but I'm just like... <laughs> you know, I'm like, just really? Like, the shit you put out? There's a lot of hype, too. Yeah. There's a lot of That's hype. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, it's not like they're awful, but it's, it's like, not what... I don't think anybody was waiting for that. Right. Like, if you sat there and be like, this is exactly what I've been fucking waiting 15 years for. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> like you nailed it. Like, you're full of shit. Right. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm going to give this a weak comparison. It's going to be like waiting two years for the Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. When I get that was on a these disappointment. Things, Actually, for some people, it was, though. It was yeah. like, oh my god, I can't believe it's been so long. <laughs> So, like, people like me, it's like, okay, I just survived the Game of Thrones, now I have to wait for this tool to make sure, like, this isn't going to be, like, disappointing, and then, like, I'll hate my life. <laughs> Why, did you think Game of Thrones was disappointing? Uh, it was quick. Yeah. Yeah. It was quick. It was. It I was, didn't mind the story. Jam. I didn't mind the story, but it was quick. What about the ending? Well. Do you think it could have played out any different? It could be different in the book, so. Yeah. Which is silly, but... Uh, there are no fine. books for this point. That's what, that's what I mean. Well, yeah. George R. Martin right. was like, hey, it will well, be going to be different. It, I really wanted the different. White Walker backstory. I can't believe they just omitted that. Well, they just deleted them in, oh, like, yeah. two episodes. Yeah, They're like, like, yeah, peace. Yeah. We're, we're getting, like, we're digressing, like, something So fierce. many loose ends. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very disappointing. I didn't, I didn't read the books. That's why. I didn't... Yeah, I wrote over my tool helmet. I don't really know. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I know my wife watches I don't really either. I watch what she watches, and that's it. Yep, cool. <laughs> Last thing I'll say about a lot of open ends at the end. Like, I know they were probably trying to give the spin-off thing, like, a possibility. Like, you can go in eight different directions, but come on, man. Yeah. End of story. I know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hopefully that won't be spin-offs, because, I mean, it won't be as good as the original No, because you're not going to get the originals, and it's just going to be annoying. Spoiler yeah. alert, Bran's freaking on the Iron Throne, except there isn't one anymore because the dragon melted it. Right? <laughs> They're all democratic now. They started so the democratic bad. process. Right, right, yeah. Let's vote. <laughs> what do you mean, vote? There are dragons? Yeah, no one does that. Oh, Every, yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. We're, we're all good. Yep. Uh, you said no politics. Uh, yeah. Did I? This Broke is very distracting. This guy <laughs> sings like a motherfucker. Right? Yeah. That girl? <laughs> that girl? <laughs> Bruce Dickinson. Yeah. I'm trying to picture him fighting with his wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Please strike that. that. Reverse it. I is really... Awesome? <laughs> I mean, Brian, you can talk on the mic. They can delete all this. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. I'd rather not. All right. Guys, thank you very much for taking the time, kind of hanging out thanks, with us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate like, it. It's, it's good to meet all of you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having Likewise. me. Thanks for yeah. not being in Florida today. <laughs> hey, I do what I can. But, hey, we look forward to the set. You guys are always put on a good show. Like, I really enjoy you guys. So Thanks so much. Thanks for awesome. having us. Have fun. Enjoy the day. Awesome. Thanks, thank guys. you. Boogie Metal 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 Six Pack, live at the uh, we are excited and delighted. We actually just had a, the special treat of listening to Maiden New England with lead singer Adriana. And she has, like, graced us with her presence for, for a few min minutes. Thank you for joining us, Adriana. No, thank you for having me. I'm so flattered. <laughs> Tell us about the performance. How do you feel? Oh, my God, so excited. First... Because it's finally summer. I'm from Venezuela, and this weather—it's amazing. So it was a good I'm so day. It was a good happy. day for it. Beautiful day. Beautiful. 
for rock and roll. Is it usually cold in Venezuela? It's actually, we don't think about the weather. It's always warm and perfect. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm so happy today. I was say, because it's freezing right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. No, it's super delicious. So from Venezuela, how, how long have you been in the how long have you been in the band? Uh, seven years. Seven now. years. Wow. Yes. I've been doing this okay. for seven years. Okay, why Maiden? Because I love Maiden since I'm a little kid. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny um, because I was in the middle of my divorce seven years ago. Uh-huh. I was a singer back in the day, in the, in the 90s, early 90s in Venezuela. Kind of famous over there. A band called Geisha, like the Japanese. Yeah. 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 Yep. So check it out on YouTube. I, I yeah. have some videos. Right. Right. Very yeah. impressive. Good plug, good plug. I like it. <laughs> so I was in the middle of my divorce, blah, 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 and I quit singing for 15 years, and I decided to come back to music, because that was going to save my life. Um, I was a little drunk at a bar, and I decided to go to Craigslist. First ad was a, ba- a tribute band for Maine, and I was yep. okay, this is for me. And I sent an old video when I was 18 years old singing. Yep. And I got an audition, and I was selected, and I'm here now. Right. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stage presence was awesome, by yeah. the way. We love we loved the performance. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you very much. This is my therapy, by the way. This is my hobby. Hey, it works. <laughs> I'm 48. I can't believe it. Congratulations. Thank yes. you. That's awesome. No, it is awesome, That's actually. Awesome. It is Great. really awesome. Dude, I, I love to say my age because um, a lot of the girls or the women around me are always complaining about their age. Yeah, I'm too yeah. old, blah, blah, blah. Good. I'm 48 and I'm still singing heavy metal oh, yeah. and having fun. So age is a number and all that blah, 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 blah. So exactly. just out of curiosity, did you, did you know where Winchenden was prior to this event? No. <laughs> okay. There's the no. rest of the... Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, but it's beautiful around here. Beautiful. I was driving by myself, and I was okay. It's a little bit far and in the middle of the woods, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Very in the middle of the woods. Yes, beautiful. All right. What's your, what's your favorite What's your favorite Maiden song to perform? Oh, my God. Okay. I have to say Fly of Acres. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. my... Yes. A little it bit is, of a deep cut, too. It is very demanding vocally. Oh, I'm sure. And I, I'm always... It's a challenge for me, so I love it. Yeah, it makes me happy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. But, so obviously, you guys had to come out to the boonies. Like, what, 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 where do you guys normally play? Where can, where can, where can the people usually find you? Well, all over New England, but we, we play a lot in Rhode Island okay. and in New Hampshire, more okay. than more than Massachusetts, and sure. in the okay. Boston area. Yeah, in Rhode Island, we play a lot, and in New Hampshire. Okay, I actually have a silly question because I, I didn't notice a lot of stuff get moved off that stage. How many of your guys are in mechanics? Just uh, the um, bass player. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just, just on curiosity. I didn't notice a lot of stuff coming. It's okay, you know, and we share, you know? No, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they're nice people. It makes a transition. Yeah, no. Smooth, yeah. 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 Which, by the way, if you guys are listening in the background, that's a Mechanics Megadeth tribute that's actually playing on the main stage in the background. I know it's very noisy, but you know what? That's what happens when we're on location. Yes. And they are awesome. They're very well. They were here last year, too, yeah. 
so they're good. They're very good. They're really good. Yeah, I love them. Big yeah. time. We play together. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome. We are good friends. So you said you guys played all over New England. What's the coolest venue you guys have played at? Coolest venue? Yeah. Okay, this is very personal for me. Of course. I that's love... A, that's the best. Yes, for me. Not for, maybe not for the guys, but for me, it's the Midway Cafe in Jamaica Plain. That okay. is a very old um, bar for musicians, and it's... For me, I don't know. I love that place very much. I I, I have seen there many. I'm a, I'm a punk person. I'm, I love punk. That's yeah, awesome. Too. That's so awesome. I'm super punk. <laughs> okay, uh, t- t- talk to me about punk now. Oh, my God. The dwarf? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. No, I don't want to go to that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we don't, we, okay. I, I love punk. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, no, we'll digress like some of the fears. I can talk for hours, but uh, yeah, that's my thing. So I love um, the main the, uh, Maiden with a uh, Poliano, for example, because okay. of that spirit yeah, yeah. of um, the basement, you know, kind of. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Nice. So. so, being a tribute band for for a bit for a band that doesn't play out very often, how do you feel that you get perceived? Ah, that's a very crazy question because I cannot really tell. Um, that is a question for somebody that literally, <laughs> for the audience. For me, I do this. Well, how do you feel the energy of the crowds are when oh you guys Oh my God, play? it's always good. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's not very humble of me to say, but I always have, even if the crowd is not too big, the energy is always high and the reception is, is good. It's, it's nice. And some of the things that I love the most is when, especially women of my age, that have, they have never ever listened to Maiden, approach me and say, oh my god, I've never listened to Iron Maiden, and I, now I love Iron Maiden, thanks to you. For me, that is the best compliment. When somebody that doesn't know Maiden get excited, that for me is the best. It's almost like a sharing, you know what I mean? You can yes. spread it to people who don't. Because Maiden's not really on the radio, you know what I mean? Like, you don't hear much of them. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely. You know, we actually have to thank you. You are our first front woman to ever sit down and talk with us. Oh, this is true. This is so very true. Honored. Awesome. <laughs> so, like, thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you very and the much. Fact, so much. And the fact that you brought us Iron Maiden. Oh my god. As the first front woman. Like, that is so awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a little nervous. I don't know how this is gonna go. But yeah, I have an accent because I'm not from here. I've been living here for 18 uh, years. It's lovely and I'm though. like to improve my English at some point. Ah, don't worry about it. Okay. You're doing just fine. You're thank doing you great. So it's a lovely accent. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes thank with you us. Very much. Thank you so much. Now I have to head down. Head back to Rosendale, where I live. There you go. Oh, you got to stay for the show, man. I would love to stay, but I have to work tomorrow morning. Ah, yep. A call out. <laughs> right? I'm, gonna, I'm so sick. <laughs> rock, rock, stars, rock, rock stars don't work on Sunday. Right? Nope. No. Got to go to church, make peace with the Lord. Right, yes. 666, the number of the beast. There you go. Yes. Beautiful. That is awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so very much for hanging with us. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Boogie Metal Over a Six Pack, live at the Snowbound Throwdown 4.0. Oh, the red light curse. Yep. The red light. <laughs> <laughs> so we are privileged and blessed as a heavy metal over a six pack podcast uh, to have 
Boss Nova actually uh, sitting with us in between their uh, their their very heavy set schedule today because you guys are like the, fully the, the, loaded workhorses. Yeah, we're the we're the house yeah. band today. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the, the, the house filling band. But you know what? It's a cool setup because like there's never any downtime. Right. And you guys are pretty amazing. You guys are great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah. You're, you're pretty click, pretty cool, cool yourself. Well, <laughs> so in all honesty, first time I've heard Boss Nova. I've seen the name, just haven't been to a show yet. So like, this is a pretty exciting day for me. Well, I mean, what do you think? Did it suck as bad as you thought or did? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> God, awful. Making friends and fans everywhere we go. <laughs> we try you to play the CD as much as possible. You know. Somebody <laughs> told me you haven't made it until you got hate mail. Yes. Um, I don't know if we've got hate mail yet. I, I don't know. Well, I don't okay. know that we've done anything to piss anybody off yet, so... Well, it's okay. I'm only busting your balls. I don't really, I'm not really hating well, on no, you guys. Well, no, but I'm thinking, I'm like, gonna, each one of us personally... I'm going to Google account you know, tomorrow. Each, each one of us... Send you something. I'm thinking about, like, like, somebody here has pissed somebody off at some point. Oh, but I don't sorry. think collectively as Boss Nova we've made any enemies yet. Usually each one of us happens. is running from somebody somewhere, but together, everyone likes us thus far, and we're going to try to keep that going. Usually one of us fucks it up, and then Dave smooths it over with a nice email. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to smooth, o- smooth it over already. <laughs> All right, so blues, blues for the new Eon. This is the new one? That's our new disc. That's our debut disc that we just released. We released it in May. We recorded that bad boy at Q Division Studios in Somerville with Kevin Ronan of Ronan Recordings. Um, that dude's a badass. He plays in a band called City of Dis which is a prog metal band from Boston who are way better than our band. So if, don't buy our C- CD, buy the City of This CD. But for losers like me, get the Boss Nova one. So we recorded it with him, um, local dude who just knows metal. And uh, we had a blast doing it. We really keyed in our sound. Like We kind of went in there and just set up and was like, uh, we want to sound like we do live. And uh, that was pretty much the goal, I think. And uh, a couple a couple tears and... Uh, some pains and aches, but we got through it. I think we all came with with an, an album that we're all really happy about. We're smiling, and, and thanks to Kev, he really captured it really well. So, awesome, definitely. Big props to Kevin Ronan and Ronan Recordings, without yeah. a doubt. Howling. If you are a small band, you're looking for mixing, editing, anything. That dude, you know, if you're That's into metal, the he's the he's the he's the heir. He's, the it's, he's worth it. That's all I gotta say. The engineer with the ears. How uh, how long was this album in the works? Uh, don't ask that. Oh, oh shit! So <laughs> about 15 years. Thirty-five years. Wait, wait, wait! Put the mic in front of him for a second. It took a little longer than we were all expecting. That's for sure. Okay, he told me not to ask that question, so I, I made him answer for it. <laughs> you know what happens is we're all regular dudes with jobs and kids and yep. more kids. That's fucking Amen. sucks. That's what you're telling me. Yep. Uh, we're all just pretending here with microphones and guitars and shit, yeah. so thank you for letting us do this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's what it is. It, ta- it takes time. It Our guitar player fucking broke his finger and needed finger surgery right before guitar tracking started, and that put it off for a little while, so... Dude. <laughs> I was, I was, it, there's a good story behind it. I love. I, I, we love good stories. All right, so I was I was walking my dog one morning in my neighborhood, and a bus of children were coming down the road, and my neighbor's dog got out and was running in front of the bus. And so I ran out to the street to grab the dog, and I slipped on dirt, and and fell and fell on my hand and broke my finger. 
Oh, so it's a hero story. So, yeah, right? Okay, all right. It's it's a a children story. don't need to see that shit. No. Just <laughs> yeah. But but wait, what he didn't tell you is the dog still to hide. <laughs> Crushed oh, by a bus. <laughs> yeah. So track nine is called, I uh, actually, They I Killed act- My Dog. I actually, <laughs> I actually think all the kids on the bus were laughing at me because I went down. <laughs> so you were a distraction. If I had to do it all over again, I, I think I, maybe I might do something different. Can't we? <laughs> all right. We, we have to give another thank you now because I think that's our first hero story on yeah, uh, Heavy Metal over a six-pack. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go, Brock. Hell yeah. Oh, I raised my hand. You can't see that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we all do all kinds of they, they weird gestures. Yeah, no one can see. Why are you guys sitting over there with no pants on? It's just weird. <laughs> it's none no, of your I, business, sir. I didn't <laughs> wear my pants either. Yeah, have the police found you guys yet? <laughs> Not yet. It's funny because he's standing right there. I think he's blind. <laughs> he's not, he looks he's not a cop. He's not wearing pants either. It's fine. He's not a cop. He bought that at the Halloween store last year on Clarence. That guy. I caught him doing a shot in the bathroom. Poser. Uh, Poser. So, <laughs> cool thing. I like, to, I like to talk about the music. That's weird. Could, yeah, well, that's not what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about everything like, but this. Right guy, right? You write a bunch of riffs. Yeah, and you go over them and over and them over them, and, and by the time you go in to record them and stuff like that, you're kind of sick of them. Right. And then you start thinking, well, people, uh, how is people gonna like this? You put all this time into it and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always still skeptical when I come out, but it's cool w- looking out and seeing people moving to something that you right. did. So. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, what, what would you guys consider as influences? Alice in Chains. Yeah, Soundgarden. Yep. I think Marcus I, said like Stone Temple Pilots. I was, saying, I, I, I was getting some well. Soundgarden and STP like yep. action. That's I, the second time someone said Stone Temple Pilots. I, I think know. we sound like Slayer. Pavarotti. <laughs> I'd say Slayer. Just kidding. I want to sound like Slayer. We don't. We yeah. don't. But I, I want to. Is that we why you? Eclectic mix and uh, the cool thing is I think everybody in the band has such different influences, but all of us love everybody's other influences and. Like Dave, for instance, ever since I've joined Boss Nova, uh, you know, I've listened and became a fan of probably like 30 different bands, and same with Joe, same with Tim, you know, like just bands that I never thought existed before. And not only do I spin their records constantly, but like, as we're writing new material, you can hear all that influence kind of coming into play, right, right. which is super cool. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's definitely a, a good thing to have for four dudes, you know? We're eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> An eclectic taste. Good word to use, yeah. I've asked, I've asked everybody else that came over here, so I'll ask you guys. Did you know Wishin' it existed before this show? Um, actually, yes. I used to play in a Black Sabbath tribute band, and we played a place called the Red Onion. Yes. <laughs> is that in Wichita? Yeah. Well, it's like five minutes that way. Yeah. And nothing is five minutes that way in Wichita. It's, it's, it's 20 minutes through the woods. Well, we're we're right on kidding. the border. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It was a cool. I think I saw the place on the was way packed. In. The place was packed, but. It probably was back then. I'm guessing there's enough. There's like something when there's something to do in Wichita, there's that to do. Sometimes it might not be two. There might not be three. No, when we play, because no one shows up. There used there used to be. It's been it's been a sad demise for the Red Onion. The Red Onion used to get some of the best tribute acts I've ever seen. Is it no? Is it no more? It's there. That's a bad. Okay, that's a long story. Uh, Well, Well, we we have time. I don't think we go on stage for like 25 more minutes. Well, you know, if (laughs) I'm kidding, you don't have to tell the Red Onion story. The Red Onion. I spent one night there, and I could. I have an. I I got a feeling that it's a hell of a story. No, it's just, you know, it, it, 
if you if you want to define the manager that kind of screws every talent that like kind of goes through oh, the door, yeah. I mean, he, he, he started getting that reputation, and I think it caught up with him. That's all. Yeah, it's actually a sad story. I'm glad somebody else said it. It's, <laughs> it's actually a sad story because I used to know where I could go every Friday and Saturday night, sure. like, and it's only like ten minutes down the road from where I like where I live. So it's like used to be the balls, but now it's like no, it's just it a dime mill. That sucks. The scene, man. Yeah. You know what, man? This and this. It seems like we're in a time where there's less and less places. We're dancing a fine line because there's a lot of heavy metal and hard rock fans. Yep. It's still very popular music. And guys like me, I'm 41 and a half, but you know, I have you know a job and money so I can go to concerts and things like that. So there are still guys like you and like us who will go to shows like this, right. but it's few and far between. So when you find a guy or a place that is doing it right, has a sound system, pays the axe, is is doing his job to get people in the door, you know, we should be supportive of that, Agreed. and he should be supportive of us. Right. That's how it should go. Agreed. It's harder and harder it is. out there for a pimp, especially if you're a pimp in a metal band. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, clubs are closing left and right, and we just, I'll just hope we're here in another few years. Right. No. It's yeah, scary. So come out yeah, and you see, see that? Play it's so powerful, like, it just opens by know, itself. It's just like, ah! <laughs> A, a single ray of light just came from the sky, like as your CD case opened. Like that was a, that was amazing. But it's a Mac. I can't even put it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we got we made eight tracks too. It's a joint. There you go. Did you really? No. no. That would be cool though. Wouldn't that would be so <laughs> I just got excited for a second. I was like, dude, that's like so vintage. I would never got an eight track from a band. Before. It would sell. Everybody buys vinyl, and now people are making cassettes again. Yep. I bet you could put out an A-track and people, some dude with hair parted to the left and a long, well-manicured beard would be like, bruh, A-track only. Did you get the A-track? No, but, you didn't, Hey, bro. although, dude, I don't although, fucking do cassettes. It, what what band put out, they put out their album, but it was like a thumb drive, but they packaged it as an A-track. Okay, oh, okay. That's kind of neat. Who did that, David? Packaged their album as an A-track, but it was a thumb drive in it. I thought there were some I tracks. Oh, was it was it Mastodon? Well, the I don't know. To be honest with you, that, that, that's know. a pretty cool idea. You said that. All I can think of is like you two just like put their whole album on my iPod yeah, like automatically. Oh, and I remember that. Yeah. And I couldn't get it off it for like a year. <laughs> Wait so a I, minute. I kept shuffling all of a sudden. This is so weird. This is so weird. Because because we Why? went from we went from a, 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 a business model of buy music to everyone was like, oh shit, music's free. Get it, get it, get it. And you two was like, hey, here you go. We're not even gonna make you. Wake up and download it. Have it yep. free, and everyone's like, "Get your dick out of my iPod, Bono!" <laughs> like everybody got so mad. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like every day we were listening to free music. Like, right. why are you mad at Bono? Yeah, the guy we're loves actually, children. We're actually trademarking it, but we digress around here like like something fierce. That's why it's called heavy metal over a six pack because we can't do anything seriously. Like more than two minutes over a six pack. I like it. I, I, I can't even remember who the fuck you guys are and why you're sitting here. Me neither. It's like Nos Juan Bobo. and Pablo. Nas Bova. Nas Bova. Got it. That's actually a good point. How, how can the people find Nos you? Bova. Where's the best place that can people on, to find uh, you? Johnny so George will tell you. We got uh, Facebook, obviously. Uh, Instagram. We have a YouTube. Uh, if you just type in the at symbol. And then uh, Boss Nova. B-O-S-S-N-O-V-A. Uh, and then official, so Boss Nova official. Uh, that pretty much works on all of our social media accounts. And uh, you can find us on Google Play, uh, pretty much anything that's free streaming. Uh, Spotify. Also you can, you yeah. got Spotify if you yep. search 
Boss Nova. Not Boss Nova. Not Bossa. Drop the A. No. Nope. Unless, no unless, of course, no you like well, red high heels and red dresses and a little salsa. Otherwise, Bossa Nova. Blues for the new Eon and the album's up there. And please go stream it. And if you like it, drop us a line and tell us you like it. If you don't, drop us a line and tell us what's wrong with it. That's what everyone does now. It's a, send us a make a comment and yeah. say, hey guys, you're really great. I would have fucking done this differently though, because that's what we do today. So yep. do it. Come do to it. us and tell us what you would do differently. What do you guys do on the rest Maybe of the summer? On the next record. Um, what was the question again? What do you guys South do on the rest Carolina. of the summer? For the summer? Oh yeah, you're going to Carolina. I just went to uh, Jacksonville. I went to Rockville. So, uh, oh, so I everybody's going on vacation. So this is like a I, I totally was. I didn't know they were gonna bite. Like we we have a show next week. We're playing at we're playing Van Beach. Sammy's patio. We're playing at Sammy's patio with Parts Per Million, who's another awesome local band, Ozium from New Hampshire. Ozium or Ozium? Forgive me if I'm Ozium. saying it wrong. Ozium and Firstborn. Um, metal Masters from Massachusetts. Yeah. And then we're going to do some pre-production for yet another recording throughout July. And then August comes, we got an awesome show with Carpathia and Conduit, which is at Kodo in Salem. Get your sushi on. Get your sushi, get your sushi on. And then come and see that show. Sake! Um, I have never put those two together, sushi and heavy metal. Like, I am so intrigued now. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, it's taken off. I, I suggest, I suggest eat the, the sushi first. Sushi metal. Have sushi oh, first. Sushi first. Oh, yeah, full belly. And metal then. before sushi, never wushi. <laughs> <laughs> but the week after that, we're actually playing on a... It's August 24th, Saturday the 24th. A ridiculous metal bill at the Midway Cafe in JP with the Humanoids, uh, Oxblood Forge, and Renegade Cartel, who are probably three of the coolest fucking bands in the Boston area to be honest with you that, that show I'm just stoked for I also live within stumbling distance of the Midway Cafe so <laughs> perfect buy perfect. the basis beer there you go. Shout I, out I, to Midway, I, too. That I place th- rocks. I think the coolest thing that I, that I found since we've been gigging with, with this project is uh, all the all the local music and everything like that. Everyone's just really cool. It's a great community, yeah. and everyone's very supportive, which is fun, it's fun to be part of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we, we agree. Like, we, there's there's a lot of great talent well. in the area. And it's kind of a, it's a, a scene that's cultivating that's been happening for years and years. But uh, the people that we play with are just so like on par that it, it makes us come go back in the practice spot and be like, all right, guys, we need to fucking step it up a notch, man. You know, <laughs> so it's a lot uh, of good like bands say, all, out all right the guys, now. Parts yeah. per million, like those guys are killing it right now. Firstborn, uh, you know, any anybody that we play with is just Red really, Mantis. Yeah, Red Ox Mantis. Blood Forge. Ox Blood. Ox Blood's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you know? those guys crush. There's just a lot of good bands and in Boston and Providence and. New Hampshire. It's not even like there's a Boston Providence scene anymore. Everybody, friend of me, like friend of yeah. me. We know everybody, friend of me. yeah, friend dude. Those guys so are. Man. We played with Ralphs with them, and they're just awesome dudes. Great people. And we're, I'm trying to get us back on another bill with them, and it's just, you know, there's, so, there's just a lot of good bands, and yeah. there's always options. So you're not playing with the same dudes all the time and same girls, and yep. you know, you guys have, you know, this podcast is awesome because you can talk shit, have a couple beers, but like there's so many local bands now for you, like. You guys are feeding everybody content. It's so important for our band. So, um, hero clap for yeah. hey. <laughs> these guys. The real, the real Seriously. Heavy metal on a six pack, man. Amen. Over, over Dude, us. hero clap for you guys bringing this to us. Because once yeah. you go big and like I can pawn this off for a couple of bucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
we go big, feeding my kids, bro. You'll be feeding ours too, man. Sandwiches for everybody. Sandwiches for everybody needs a ham sandwich on Friday. A little 7-Eleven special, the hoagie. Guys, thanks so much for taking a couple minutes to hang out with us. Like, absolutely awesome. Like, enjoy the rest of your day and have another great set out there. Pleasure, man. Yeah, thank you, thank guys. you, brother. Thank you very Happy much, battle, guys. Oh, Peace. Yeah. You've been a level six pack live at the Snowbound Throwdown 4.0. I have decided to record this. This is the shenanigans of getting the bullet called Life Guys in the same room at the yeah, same time. And when I say room, meeting this table in the back of their show that they've already like on. One shows up and then another one shows up and then the other yeah, one I think they're. I, they, I think they might secretly all be the same person. They just changed disguises. <laughs> right, just so like the, one of them just disappeared. They like changed the disguise into the other person. All right, all right. I see I see people. We got, we got two coming over at the same time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh man. Oh man. Sam's over there at the beer garden. Yeah. Dancing. Doing a... Uh, Doing that crazy dancing. <laughs> that specific crazy dancing. I don't think we had TC last time, did we? No, we didn't have TC yeah. last time. We're, we yeah. are blessed. <laughs> we are blessed to have TC. Throw some phones on, guys. Get on the mic. You guys are live, yo. Oh my. Well, as live as it can be. Yeah, I'm not prepping you people. We're get, we gotta get this shit going. Sam, go over there, bud, with that red mic. You can wear the trays, buddy. I got no snare in my headphones, man. <laughs> I'm getting a more snare. Is this thing on? We're a second-rate operation uh, here, sir. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the yeah, decibel nice output. <laughs> TC, I don't think we've ever had the uh, pleasure of talking to you, buddy. No, because you guys got to chase me a little. I forget things. No, like, fuck, hey, no. <laughs> fuck you, I'm not chasing you, man. You're not that important. I got LSD, man. It's lead singer disease. Can Tell us a, I was going to say, uh, uh, you have, can you get a little more output? I'm just having trouble hearing you guys. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Hold on. Yeah. Can you guys hear me at all? Oh, I can hear I can, Sam. I can hear me. So maybe give can your, you um, guys hear me at all? Oh, I can hear myself. Hey, well, I can hear, yeah, I can hear Sam and Mike. I think pull up your trim a little bit on your mic, maybe. Just... All right, we're going to really mess a little better. Really crank it. Yeah, yeah give up more. Yeah, because Tool's in the background right now, so like, <laughs> this is very distracting. <laughs> Tell us about the show, guys. How was it putting this together? Uh, I don't know. Doobie, where's Doobie? <laughs> Doobie puts the whole thing together. He's the man behind the curtain. Doobie's so. the boss. Yeah, Papa Doobs is the uh, the dude that's just like he's behind the scenes. He's doing everything. He's constantly talking with the snowbound. Papa Doob. And uh, he's going to the meetings and he's yeah. setting everything all up. He's the logistical master, which puts this whole thing together. No, I don't know. It's pretty I don't know awesome. How he can do all this but not remember some of his drum lines, but it's <laughs> No, no, no. You, you get you got the dupe, you got the dupe fill. Details, baby. Details. Uh -huh. The, the dupe fill. So what you been up to with you? What's been up with you guys, man? It's been like a year since we talked to you. We never talked to you. All right, let's get a system going. We're going to go down the line this way or this way. I don't want to look like the asshole lead singer taking first spot here. No, just fucking do it, dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up, T, and talk. So, musically, I, I mean, I've been writing a little bit lately. Nothing solid. I'm not really necessarily working on any particular outcome, but I've been doing a lot of um, post-production engineering. Got into that, you know, in the last, like, year and a half, and that's been going really well. I mean, it's a show. I did the sound for the second stage tonight, and I was really happy with it. I hadn't had an opportunity to try it live yet, so 
I was happy with that and that and big it sounded, debacle. It sounded, awesome. it sounded great, yeah. After the first set when the <laughs> speakers are like cutting out and I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> and, you know, I came up with a pretty elaborate solution that actually worked. And it was... In yeah. TC, we trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, me and TC recorded Roulette in my apartment. Yeah, that's our ace in the hole tonight. We're, uh, we're going to start yeah. with uh, Roulette. Nice. All right. Now you all know. <laughs> well, These they won't, but... <laughs> well, they'll, they'll, we, we do. Go oh, ahead. They'll know, like, next week when yeah. they weren't here. They'll be like, well, this is what they opened with. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's not really a spoiler yet. You know. Yeah, but, it's, a spo- uh, it's a spoiler of, like, future past events. No, it was rad. Like, uh, when, when we recorded that song, like, we're, we're, like, in my apartment, and we used the bathroom as, like, the studio. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I did. I recorded the uh, the guitar tracks and um, and my vocal tracks in the bathroom because I like the acoustics. Never never turn down bathroom production assistance. opportunities because <laughs> it sounds weird at the time. Hey, if yeah. it works, it works. Man. Exactly. I was like, maybe I would just go take a shit and record the guitar tracks. Tim's like, you won't. I'm like, don't tempt me. Don't. <laughs> Please don't tempt me. Because then I have to tell that story later. <laughs> and Which people really did. don't want to hear it. No. He's like, you know, it's fun. I don't know if I should mute out the fart or not. Or should just <laughs> Never. leave it on no. the track. Extra distortion. It's good. Dude, it's production boring. ops. Production ops. Leave the fart. Yep. So yeah, leave, leave the fart. So Bullet Call Life, you guys have been around for uh, quite a few years now. Like, approaching four or five now at this point, aren't you? About five, five years. We got together. Um, I think we started jamming, what, July 2009, uh, 2014. No, 13. No, it was before that. Yeah, 13, okay. So Gosh, almost six. Yeah, it we, was originally... Um, I had had the idea, I was originally actually going to do an Incubus tribute band, but then I thought to myself, where the hell am I going to find a DJ that also plays piano? And then i got to get a guitar player that also plays piano, so I said, fuck it, too much work. Second favorite band, system up and down. So I'm like, nobody's doing that shit. It's got to be worth something. If system ever hears this, they were our second choice. (laughs) (laughs) Only for me, only for me. Well, so I had the idea, but almost immediately I asked Mike, I was like, Hey, if I if I really go through this, you want to do it? And I didn't know if I was actually going to go through with it, but he was like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah!" Fuck and then everybody I talked to, they started just coming back with, you know, "Oh, I can't wait you guys start playing out," even when we weren't talking about it. So like, I started to realize early on that, you know, we were going to have a good um, a good thing, you know, as long as we could pull it off without looking like a bunch of assholes, basically, because it's we not still look easy like a stuff bunch of assholes to say. Sometimes, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, we do we, a good we enough job. Nature, that's different already. <laughs> Um, so just to uh, finish that up real quick, the um, you know, it's it's almost not even fair. Like we just show up and not suck, and people love to come see us, and they tell their friends, so it's great. Um, Doobie didn't want to do it. Oh, cat's out of the bag. Oh. I, I, I talked to Doobie, and he uh, and he goes, I don't know, man. System of Down, you really think that's gonna be good? Is that gonna be? It's like they're kind of eccentric. I'm like, yeah, but that's the point. And uh, so I knew how to, I knew the way into Doobie's heart. I made. A CD, you know, a stack of CDRs of every one of their albums. I said, "Do we just do me a favor? Two weeks, two weeks, alternate these in your car, and then give me a call. And if you still don't want to do it, I'll understand." Almost to the day, two weeks later, he calls me up. He's like, "Yeah, man, I've been uh, listening to this stuff. Actually, sounds pretty fun." And I was like, "I told you, the drumming is fucking awesome." Yeah. So you know, it took him a minute to come around. Sam used to come to my open mics at Soho, in the South Gardner Hotel. And uh, I didn't even know he played bass. I just, I always knew him for singing and playing guitar my open mic, so. I was a wicked guitar slut. <laughs> he, o- really... he overheard me talking about it. Yeah. And I said, oh, I need a bass player. You know, somebody had asked me and I was talking about it. It's the only component we didn't have left. So Sam literally does a military style about bass and goes, so what's up? 
I played bass. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so okay. the story of the, how the band was originally formed. I, you didn't ask for it, so there you go. No, that's awesome. <laughs> so no, did you actually have that massive bass amp just like lying around in the closet, like ready to go? Actually, I did. Yeah, yeah. He actually did, and uh, we like to call that. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just we call the, it the fridge. That's the fridge. Yeah, I was saying, just for <laughs> the listen- get the beer? Just for the listening audience, like he has a bass amp that's like taller than us. Yep. Yeah. yeah, actually, uh, definitely the, me. But the story behind that bass amp was uh, I went over to Iraq and I was playing in a band, and uh, I had a I had a setup that was like subpar. It was all right. It was like a, a harky, and then I had like a, a PV bottom to the fucking thing, and. Um, I ended up selling that with fully knowing that when I came back from Iraq that I was going to buy something better. And what I ended up doing was I emulated the same setup. You that, created uh, an excuse. Well, no. Yeah, I did. <laughs> to upgrade. But, um, the, the setup that I, uh, that, that I did was from uh, Ryan Martini from Mudvayne. Because at the time, I was like super into Mudvayne and super into Ryan Martini. Because just like... He's a great baseball player. Jesus absurd. Christ, he's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. And I was like, what does Ryan Martini play? And I bought everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of looks like a product of um, Uncle Fester and um, a Medusa, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, but way more badass. But uh, as, as everything kind of went on, uh, the, the more that I added to my rack was just like kind of uh, turned into my own personal... Uh, my own personal sauce to it, you know? Right. Uh, and uh, now it's just... Um, it's dialed in and... It sounds great, but I'm kind of ready to build something else next. <laughs> Of course yeah. you are. Hey, you can actually, uh, you can name it My Rack, like M dash Iraq. Yeah, My Rack. You know the relation. Uh, you get it. I got it. We got you. We got you. Smell what I'm stepping in. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how much, how much of the System of a Down catalog are we up to, guys? What percentage? We actually, we're like all but on, like a hiatus. Like we, practice has been very intermittent. We've Probably all been very busy. Percent. If we had to pick a number, probably 75%. 75, yeah. that's pretty modest. Yeah. Like, we threw together roulette for today. We, we worked on that this week. Got together twice and just kind of fucked around with it. No, we're kind of just hoping for the best. We keep fucking around with uh, Cigaro, and, like, uh, Cigaro just keeps fucking kicking our ass. <laughs> yeah, Cigaro, yeah. Jet Pilot's another one. Cigaro, Cigaro trouble question with that. Too. Question yeah. Jet yeah, Question kicks our ass, too. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're, yep. it's in the making. Like, it's going to come out. That's cool. You know, questions gonna we're gonna piece like pick away a question for probably a year before we come out and play that live. So yeah, right. the, uh, the, the time signature on question is just <laughs> fuck it. That's, yeah, the timing is it's fuck a mind off. fuck. It's a, it's a it's a heap of fuck off. Anyway, go ahead. Well, Sorry. you know what's actually cool? Like this whole festival that you guys have put together with like the tribute acts. Every single one of the bands that played tonight is not a band that you're gonna be able to regularly see. Like you're not gonna see Iron Maiden on a regular basis That's anymore. A great point. You're not gonna see Megadeth on a on the regular basis anymore. You're not gonna see Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna see Tool, obviously. Right. Because like it took them like what, thirteen years to like come out with something. No, actually so, That's actually a really good point. That's a really good point, because I don't think any of us thought about that. Maybe Doobie did and he forgot to talk well, about it. One of the questions I always ask is is like well, how's the energy every time you do play out? Because you're in a band that like doesn't necessarily that you don't get to see on a regular basis. It's like, energy is, is really good, actually. So our, our last show, at, or we played a show at Beat Nicks at Worcester back in April, and it was probably the nuttiest crowd that I have There's ever There's only like 40 for, people, ever. but they were fucking insane. Absolutely. You know, so the, the, yeah. that's the long answer. The short, is, the short answer is 
the energy at our shows is always awesome. Even if we have, I mean, this doesn't happen often, but even if we only have like 20, 30 people, people are just going crazy. Yeah, you know, and those, there's always those three or four guys that drank way too much and they yeah. mosh like fuck all right in the front. Right. Yeah, the, the Beatniks crowd like hey, knocked out like the XLRs off. from the monitors. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's let's hope for, for nobody breaking something this year at this, this festival because yes, no every interest. year every year someone's broken something. Okay, three years in a row, I'm pretty sure. Like first year somebody cracked their head open, second oh. and third year we had a broken leg. I remember the leg one. I, I said I remember. The, I, yeah. remember I, was like, yeah. I was like it was head leg arm, I believe is how it went. Is that is that sound about right, guys? Yeah. 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 You know what? When we play bounce, I always want to bring a fucking pogo stick. You almost but went I on Amazon. I swear to God, one. I swear to God, somebody's gonna fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> listen, we're trying to have no injuries this year, bro. Right. <laughs> but how cool would it be to see a pogo stick in the background? Right. Only one pogo stick, because you line up double quick. We call mosh pits uh, population control. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only the strong. Right. Guys, that's awesome. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes to like, hang out with us. I know like you're, you're only uh, so many minutes away from uh, having to do you guys' yep. thing. We're actually going to break down. That way we can actually go enjoy you guys doing Fuck yeah, thing. dude. All right, buddy. Hey, can we actually just take a minute and just no. fucking appreciate the sound that is Undertow? Yeah, I love the fact that we were doing this and like all this, cr- this crazy. Yeah, we're also missing their sets, so bless them. For, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's yeah. also why I'm trying to kick you guys out. Like, <laughs> I, know, I didn't want to say that. Like, they're they're out. rocking out all right, there. I'll leave you with a joke. Sam and I walked into a barber shop the other day, and I said, "I was walking by, and I couldn't help but notice you were cutting hair." So, my question for you: Do you take walk-ins? <laughs> of the Christopher I'll variety. Be here all night. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Right. Keep Thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome Thanks job. Good. Right. Thanks, take, guys. Take it easy. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time. <laughs>